Hi, and welcome to the Purdue Commercial AgCast, the Purdue University Center for Commercial Agriculture's podcast featuring farm management news and information. On today's episode, I'm your host, Brady Brewer, and joining me today is Dr. Chad Hart, who is a professor of economics at Iowa State University, an extension economist, and also crop market specialist. Before we get into the topic, I want to remind all listeners you can find the podcast on the Center for Commercial Agriculture's website at Purdue dot edu backslash commercial ag. You can also find it on any of your major podcast providers. Today's topic is a follow-up to the 2023 Top Farmer Conference, where Chad was a speaker on the 2023 Market Outlook. So with that, welcome, Chad, to the podcast. And I want to start with, you know, thinking about the big picture uh, of what's in store over the next year. You know, what's what are the big items you're thinking about when you think about the outlook for corn and soybeans uh, for, for this coming year? Sure. As we're looking into 2023, I think, you know, there are both supply and demand issues that we're looking at. On the supply side, I would argue probably the biggest thing is the drought and what we're seeing there in terms of... Of, uh, let's call it potential improvement. As we look at the drought, it has lingered on here for the past three years. We're seeing that because of the, the trend with La Nina, but it looks like that may be breaking down as we move through 2023. And if it does, it should mean more moisture and hopefully better production as we look into 2023. So we're looking at bigger crops, possibly. When we're looking at the demand side, the biggest thing I'm watching actually is the export market. Because we've seen sort of a split here with soybean exports sort of holding on our own corn exports have been struggling. We've seen about a 50% cut year over year in terms of our export sales. And so it's that international demand that we've got to watch here. If that continues to be weak, especially for the corn market, that could lead to some challenges in pricing wise as we get deep into 2023. Now there's a lot going on in the world stage. What's driving that cut in the corn export market? Is this increasing U.S. dollar and a strengthening U.S. dollar, which makes our exports less attractive? Is it more or political conflicts. What's driving that? Basically, yeah, throw the kitchen sink at it. I think when you're looking here, it's a combination of one, when you look at our prices alone, irrespective of the dollar, we are high right now compared to our competitors, especially Brazil. You add to that, the dollar has been very strong throughout 2022. We did see some weakness here on the very tail end, but still, no, as the dollar strengthens, that weakens our export competitiveness. And then you put in that there are just, you know, while corn worldwide is in shorter supply, when you look at feed grains in general. We've got decent supplies out there. So there's a lot of competition within the feed market right now, especially between wheat and corn as we look at some of our export markets, especially say the the Middle East, North Africa, going into South Asia. Okay, so a lot going on on market. So let's, you know, when, when I think an outlook talk, especially from an extension economist, I think let's talk about price. So let's start with corn. Where, where in your opinion, is corn going in 2023? Are, are we going to see $4 corn or is it going to hold strong where it is currently? Well, I think we're going to see, let's call it the tail of two ends. I really do like old crop corn pricing right now. So as we look through the spring into the early summer, I'm looking for a seasonal pricing pattern, which means we should see prices strengthen up as we get into late spring, early summer, especially if we do have any sort of bobbles out there in terms of getting the crop planted. But once we get it planted and see how well it's growing throughout the summertime, we'll likely see prices pull back down like they did here in 2022. The problem is, I think, is we could go much deeper this coming year than we saw this past year because of the potential for greater acreage and this weather change that could mean more bushels along the way. So as we get 
into harvest next year, I do worry that we could see a four in front of that price if the drought does break. Yeah, so definitely something farmers need to be thinking about when you're doing your break-even budgets here this winter. But as you said, it's being probably driven by increased acres and increased bushels from lack of, you know, more moisture, more, you know, better weather conditions. So hopefully there's a, you know, revenue is P times Q. If Q goes up, uh, you know, that, that hopefully holds revenue at least a little bit yep. uh, on, on that end. And that's still, I think we'll have some time to watch this develop too. If you think about this, the idea is that we'll be watching those drought conditions as we move through the spring and early summer. So we'll get some good signals before we start to see that price slide so that producers do have some time to put in some risk price risk management before we get to harvest time. All right, so that's on the corn side. What about soybeans? Where do you see soybean price going? Soybean prices are actually have been holding up a bit better. And like I say, I still do expect, let's call it a seasonal price trend. But unlike corn, where you see more weakness as you go deeper into 2023, I actually see less as we look out there. The idea is that global demand on the oilseed side has been incredibly strong. Um, we have seen basically this idea that, you know, the U.S., Brazil, Argentina have been looking to produce more beans year after year after year, yet the global market's been able to absorb them. And the idea is I don't see that changing as we're looking forward into 2023. The wild card here will be China. If we do see these close, COVID slowdown shutdowns truly pull their economy back, even the soybean market's going to feel that. But right now, our sales into China are actually up 10% year over year. So that does bode well that despite the problems that they're having, they're still demanding those soybeans. Now, you mentioned, you know, on corn side, you said we, we could see an increase in acres of corn. Are we predicting an increase of acres of soybean as well? Well, USDA isn't right now, but I am as we're looking out there just because of the strength we've seen in our soybean prices along with this idea of especially as I look down towards the southeast you look down in the delta region we saw incredible soybean yields this past year with these higher prices I think that incentivizes that area to switch a little land over cotton's going to lose some land I think beans picks it up so one of the questions you you got today talking here at the 2023 top farmer conference was about renewable fuels what do you see as kind of the major uh, impact renewable fuels will have on the market here uh, in, in the near future? As we're looking in the near future, I'm going to say, you know, with, with the corn side and ethanol, the idea is we're going to build back up and have been getting back to, let's call it status quo, as we had pre-COVID. But we're not seeing a lot of additional movement beyond that. So that's fairly stable, fairly mature. I think the, the bigger storyline, if you will, over the next few years will be the development of renewable diesel and others sustainable, you know, biofuels targeting the jet fuel market, for example. And a lot of that development is targeted more towards the soybean oilseed side of the market. You're looking to create diesel products. And so we do see significant growth potential there. There are a lot of companies, especially oil companies, that are investing in refining capacity to create a lot of renewable diesel over the next few years. So there you have it. That's the 2023 market outlook for corn and soybean from Dr. Chad Hart of Iowa State University. I just want to remind everyone for more farm management news and economic information, visit us at the Purdue Center for Commercial Agriculture's website at purdue.edu backslash commercial ag. You can also find us on Twitter at the handle at PU commercial 
ag. And you can also find uh, more of Chad's work um, and his colleagues' work at Iowa State University on the Ag Decision Maker website, which uh, is extension.iastate.edu backslash A-G-D-M. On behalf of the Center for Commercial Agriculture here at Purdue University, I am Brady Brewer, and we thank you for listening. <laughs>